if you're an entrepreneur, the chances are that you're doing networking all wrong. I had Chonston Jennings in here who's dove fully into the human psychology and body language behind networking for bigger impact, more business, and better connections. Building meaningful relationship is the new current. The new common word is how can I help you? And in this video, we share stories, tips, and frameworks from both of our experiences as entrepreneurs networking to make a living that have served us well and that you can start using today to stop going nowhere with the connections that you make. The first thing that I want you to hear is his take on why this is absolutely essential and why you need to hear this. A lot of people misunderstand the word networking, right? When you think networking, you think about business card and the proper way to do it is just say, hey, what do you do and how can we go forward? But now... The new common word is, how can I help you? If it's genuine, you'll be willing to, you know, exchange information. Because it's one of those things that people are willing to do now, you have to approach it a little bit different. If my intention is to help you, Brody, I will go into the conversation differently than me trying to make it a transactional encounter. In our conversation, Johnston shared with me a framework that he uses in every single conversation when he meets another entrepreneur or just a person at a networking event that results in more meaningful connections and more business as a result. It's called the STAR framework, S-T-A-R. Each letter helps you with the next step of the conversation. S stands for start. Initiate the conversation with a handshake. Because what happens is instead of them doing this, they can't do this, it's awkward. Right. They have to open up. Hey, how are you? And if they go back, perfect. That's fine. T stands for talking. Engage in meaningful dialogue by asking open-ended questions and sharing your own experiences. A stands for attending. Pay close attention to the person, showing genuine interest in what they're saying while watching body language that will give you questions of what to touch on. And R stands for referring. During the conversation, find opportunities to refer or connect the person with others who may be mutual benefit but also in a in a cliff note under it's becoming an immediate resource like let's say we're having a conversation obviously and i bring somebody that helps your business grow i'm an immediate resource now you're thinking about this person but you also think about me because i helped you grow your business but it's like a whole circle but because i'm a immediate resource we build that relationship bond again like yo he helped me now how can i help you now i'm willing to do whatever i can to help you because I feel indebted in a way. And as we were talking, we decided to do a little role play on how this might look. Bro, I love that jacket. Where'd you get it from? I got this uh, at a thrift shop actually. Really? Believe it or not, yeah. Thrift shops are amazing. Like they're, how much was it, like $10? I think it was literally 10 bucks. Bro, are you like a fashionista? Cause I, I mean, I don't see many people with this on. I wouldn't call myself a fashionista, but I dabble. Well, I like to find something kind of cool and new. My name is Johnson Genius, by nice the way. Nice to meet you, Johnson. What's your name? I'm Brody. What are you Brody doing? Brody Benson. Uh, I do a couple different things. I consult and I have a podcast. Oh, nice. So I have someone else that I can recommend you to. I think you guys would be phenomenal. I can tell that the energy and synergy is there. Uh, my friend, Bazi So to run it down, I introduced myself by opening up in conversation about what he was wearing. Uh, what happens is he started to open up because, one, a lot of people don't like confrontations, right? So me approaching you is a confrontation rather than you being relaxed and open. So what I did was found something that you obviously liked and I like to open up the conversation about. And he said, thrift store, I know thrift stores are usually something that you find very cheap. Then I tend to see your body language open up about other things like when I asked, what do you do? So when he said, I do this, this, he started to open up, get more, a little bit excited. And then I thought about the things that I can help you do or help you uh, connect with in my, my mutual circle. Now, we wanted to give you another example too. And a common example of where you might meet another entrepreneur is just getting a drink at a bar, at a hotel bar or something. So Johnson went on to describe how you might approach someone if you just saw some interesting entrepreneur sitting at a bar that you wanted to get to know. If I'm being very, very generous, I'd be like, yo, can I buy you a drink? And then we open up the conversation like that. Or... 
I'll just sit right next to him. I was like, hey, who, where are you from, man? And then we open up the conversation like that as well. But depending on uh, if it's you, Brody, I'll like, be very, very casual, talk differently. Um, if it rather than if it's an older person, obviously you have to work the room, read the room. But if it's you and I co- having a conversation, like, yo, man, what you doing out here, man? You out here for a conference. I see you dressed very nicely. And then you'll answer. Now, in addition to the star framework that you should be using for your conversations, he shared some general tips that most entrepreneurs aren't taking advantage of or are doing horribly wrong. So I'm big on relationship. I'm big on emotional intelligence. So if we're having a conversation, not anything to do about business, I know that you're genuine in your approach. Now, most entrepreneurs get this one horribly wrong and jump the gun and start talking about business way too early. Don't go up to someone and say, what do you do? Ask them, what's your story? Yeah. And then you get a much more genuine answer. You disarm them. Yeah. You find out more about the person rather than just what they do, which they've been asked a thousand times already. I would even wait a couple you know, dialogues in before you even ask them what's your story. Reason being is because if you just blatantly just say, what's your story? It's the same thing as you're saying, what do you do? So, for example, if we were to talk about something, let's say we get deeper into our conversation, like, oh, my kids, this, 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 this. Like, oh, well, how did that make you feel? And then you open up your body language. Now that's something I could keep touching on because we start to build this, like, uh, synergy moment. And then it becomes a connection where, okay, oh, I remember this guy because he actually genuinely cared about my daughter doing this, 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 this. Then when I follow up, like, hey, man, a long time no see. How's your daughter? I hope everybody's doing well. And then we end up having that second conversation. Once the second conversation happens, that's when I think the best time is to talk about business. And a simple tip for avoiding jumping the gun like this and actually just establishing a relationship first is to get the other person talking more about themselves than talking about you. One thing that I've understood about people is that they love talking about themselves. So after you talk about a question or ask a question, just shut up. You want them to overtalk, especially in the first engagement, because now that builds trust. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, for example, if you were to ask, even if me and you are talking and you were trying to get to know me, right, I would try to flip it to get back onto you again. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So let's role play a little bit. So uh, ask me a question about me. Uh, where'd you get the shirt? Man, I got this from um, Perry Ellis. It's actually like 25 bucks. It was on sale. But do you know where the outlet is? I don't know. No, it's over there by... Um, Disney and all of that stuff. Are you from here? Uh, no, not originally. Where are you from, man? I'm from Jacksonville. Wow. Tell me about that. Yeah, so I moved so here. You see how I, exactly. I flipped it. I figured out a way to flip the conversation so I can engage more about you. And if you're still wondering, how is this relevant to me and how could I use this in my everyday dealings in business, if you deal with any kinds of clients or customers, Listen to this story about how I first realized the importance of this in my life. My first job out of college actually was personal training. And Mm -hmm. so I had to pick this up to have any chance of being successful in it. But I failed to get the job initially. I had picked out basically the best personal training program in Florida. I moved to a new city in Gainesville to go work there. Just burned the bridges behind me, decided I was going to get that job. I got turned down the first time and I went back and asked why, basically. And they said, well, you... We're just coming in and spouting all this knowledge and like all this fitness stuff. We didn't really care about that. We wanted to see if you could be personable, if you could be relatable to clients. We wanted you because it was basically like a mock training session. And they were like, we wanted to see if you could be personable, if you could be someone that clients would want to sign with. Yeah. And so I 
learned very early that you had to do that to be able to work with clients. Mm -hmm. And that is the number one thing is just being able to be, to relate to someone, being able to ask them questions about themselves, hear about their background. Now, I talked earlier in the video about how Johnston dove into the world of body language. And this is absolutely essential when you're networking with other entrepreneurs. So it's important to pay attention to these types of things. Body language is a different language without speaking. So your body is telling you something right now. You're relaxed. You're chill. You're interested in what I'm talking about. But if you're like this, I would think you're closed off. You don't like exactly what I'm saying. Right. And then there's this thing called mirroring. Right. So I'm doing the same thing as you because I want you to feel comfortable or you're making me feel comfortable based off of that. Right. And then from there, I know when to talk about certain things and when not to. Does that make sense? For example, if you saw that someone had more open body language, you would probably you would ask a deeper question. But if you saw that maybe they're arms crossed or they're not super comfortable, you might want to ask something a little more disarming to yeah. try to get them to open up. Now, he helps a lot of entrepreneurs network better. And I wanted to ask him what he thinks the number one thing that people get wrong when doing this is. This is what he had to say, which I thought was absolutely true. I think where people get wrong is they feel like they have to be transactional, one that they don't go in there with a plan, too. And they go based off of what they think is right. Now, everyone knows that you have to put yourself out there, and often that means going to networking events. But most people don't use this simple little tip for being the most popular person at the event. If you've been to two or three, you should understand and start reading the people that have the most influence in the room. Because I want to be in the room, but not in the room. I want to be enough of an influence to the people around that I've already countered, bring me up in the room, like, oh, you got to meet Chance the Jennings, blah, blah, blah. It's based off of meeting the people that have the most influence in the room, right? So, for example, even if we don't click, at least I shook my hand and people can see that I shook his hand and they see other people going to that person or her and like, he must be somebody. Now, I thought Johnson's tip here was great. And I actually shared one of my own that I've found very valuable as well. The more that you can provide value to the event itself, mm -hmm. the more you can establish yourself as someone worth meeting at the event. I love that. So, for example, when you did your event recently, I ended up talking to a videographer before. And I had a videographer just come and check the place out. And he was interested in coming just to meet people. And he ended up doing some video for it. And I think that helped me kind of get my foot in the door with you and Caleb a little bit just mm -hmm. to kind of talk and kind of get in with the hosts. And then from there, if you get in with the host of the event, that makes the host of the event want to introduce you to other people. And mm -hmm. I think it becomes kind of a snowball effect from there. Yep. So the biggest thing I've learned is just whatever value you can provide to the event itself, whether that's bringing someone cool that people would like to meet, whether that's bringing video to the event, whether it's doing the video yourself, just bringing value to the event itself mm. or speaking at the event is probably one of the best things that you could do. Now, a lot of these principles ultimately just go back to something called the law of reciprocity, which simply means that if you lead by giving value and just really focus on that without any expectation of getting anything in return, it'll come back to you in different ways. People just have this natural feeling a need to to give back when there's reciprocity. Like if you do something nice for someone, they feel like they should do something nice for you. Like I agree. If you say happy birthday to someone, then they're probably going to feel like they should say happy birthday to you when it's your birthday. Yep. So if you can give 
as much as possible and do as much for people as you possibly can with no expectation of anything coming back, mm -hmm. things just do come back because yeah. you just, you build up all this goodwill and people just want to do things for you. Now, again, my goal here is to leave you with actionable advice that you can use to make more money in your career. So here's how this all applies to selling better. This was a huge unlock for me in my new business. In my last business, I wasn't in the sales role. So I had to kind of rebuild that muscle and get used to selling again. And it was a new thing for me. So initially I was trying to just pitch my services and really show what I could do. And I realized it wasn't working at all. It's just mm. like, it wasn't getting me results, wasn't getting me clients. So I really pivoted to just leading with providing as much value as humanly possible. So I would get on a call with someone and just ask them about the problems that they were experiencing and just offer solutions with nothing, no expectation of anything in return. Yeah. And what I found was just through the listening, like really intently listening to what was going on and then just offering solutions without asking for anything is by the end of the call, I just, I wouldn't even pitch my services. I would yeah. kind of just wait until they became, for lack of better words, until they became so uncomfortable getting so much one-sided value that yeah. they were like, so like how do we work together like eventually they just ask like how do you engage like how do we work together and then if it seemed like it was a good fit i would say well if you wanted to continue working together here's how i usually set it up and yeah. if that sounds right for you i'm happy to talk more now to tie this all in Chonston couldn't leave the conversation without hitting home on the importance of how all of this affects your career as an entrepreneur if you use it correctly people feel like they have to be in a rush to get something done right but with this method allows you to slow down and actually know the person know what their needs are, know what they're expecting to happen later on without them even telling them. And it goes back to you being patient to understand who the person is. Obviously, our end goal is to make money. That's like the easiest part. But if you touch on these opportunities to get to know people and build relationships, you don't know what doors can open for you based off of knowing someone. Now, for anyone still thinking, I'm new to this or I just don't know if I can do this right, what if I do this wrong or make myself look like an idiot or a fool? Chonston only got started earlier this year with this, and he had this to say about getting started. Nobody really cares about what you think is going wrong because you're not they never see it. The only person that thinks is going wrong is you and your brain. That's why a lot of people don't start. A lot of people don't initiate things because they feel like in their brain it has to be certain, 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 certain way before it can be good rather than just doing something bad, 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 bad until you figure out what is good. Now, if you want to find Chonston, here's how you can do it. So my name is Chonston Jennings. So C-H-O-N-S-T-E-N Jennings, like Greg Jennings. And you can find that on Instagram as my personal. But as my podcast is called The Luminary Panel, where we connect the aspiring entrepreneur with the inspiring entrepreneur story with the adversity and the journey that they use instead of us figuring out what they do and how they do it. So if you guys would like to find us, um, I'm sure we'll put it in the description. And I'm looking forward to the connecting with all of you guys. If you need anything, if you need help, any advice, I am here and my team is here as well. Now, if you're new here, I hope you got some value out of this video and I hope you choose to subscribe and stick around for more videos like this. And if you want to get in contact with me, you can follow me on Instagram at brodyvinson.io and I'm happy to answer any questions you have about this too. And if you want to get to know more about me and my story, you can hear about it in this video up here that I'm going to link. But as great as all of this theoretical stuff is, the best way you can actually learn how to do this is by just getting out there and talking to people. Get out there, go meet some other entrepreneurs and make some business out of it the right way.